by me, Lord. What have I ever done to deserve even one of the pleasures I've known? Tell me, Lord, what did I ever do that was worth loving you or all the kindness you've shown? Lord, help me, Jesus, I've wasted it, so help me, Jesus, I know what I am. Now that I know that I needed you, so help me, Jesus, my soul's in your Try me, Lord, if you think there's a way I can try to repay all I've taken from you. Maybe, Lord, I can show someone else what I've been through myself on my way back to Lord, help me, Jesus, I've wasted it, so help me, Jesus, I know what I am. Now that I know that I needed you, so help me, Jesus, my soul's in your Jesus, I've wasted it, so help me, Jesus, I know what I am. Now that I know that I needed you, so help me, Jesus, my soul's in seen the morning burning golden on the mountain in the skies Taken with the feeling of the free 
down the ball. It's another Saturday I can see the calm for chaos And the worldly body wilting Under weights that can't be lifted Looks to you for embrace Looks to you for understanding Understand the things you're asking it's a slow and subtle dawning of another Saturday.
Spark plug check is the quickest, easiest way to find out if your engine is performing its best. By merely looking at your spark plugs, your serviceman can tell if your engine is overheating or using too much oil and gas. Clapping hands with 
FM, that was John Doe doing the Chris Christopherson tune that Janis Joplin made famous now we're going to hear some Chuck Berry because we don't want too much monkey business running to and fro hard working at the mill never fail in the mill yet come a rotten bill Trying to run me up a creek, so you can buy it, go on, try it, you can pay me next week. Ah, too much for the business. Looking, trying to get me hooked, want me to marry, get a home, settle down, write a book. Too much monkey business, too much monkey business, too much monkey business for me to be involved in. Same thing every day, getting up, going to school, no need of me complaining, my objections overrule. Ah, too much monkey business, too much monkey business, too much monkey business for me to be involved in. Something wrong, damn gone, will mail order suitor offered us for telling me a tale. I found round sound. Too much monkey business. Too much monkey business. Too much monkey business for me to be involved in. I've been to 
Yokohama been fighting in the war. Army bunk, army child, army crew, army car. Ah. Too much monkey business. Too much monkey business. Too much monkey business for me to be invited. Working in the filling station. Too many tasks. Wipe the windows, check the tires, check the oil. A dollar gas. Ah. Too much monkey business. Too much monkey business. I don't want your botheration. Get away, leave me.
Call it stormy Monday, but Tuesday's just as bad. They call it stormy Monday, but Tuesday's just as bad. Wednesday's worse. And Thursday's also sad
I've been trying and trying to get along with you. And you're still acting funny Now I don't care what you do Just as fast as I make money You throw everything away Just as fast as I make money, you throw every sin away. I have to do my own cooking while you are in the streets all day. trying to make you he may do you wrong the one that's trying to make you he may do you wrong surely forsake you when it finds out I am gone you promise to do better baby and I really thought you would
Thank you.
Eleanor Hancock made one terrible mistake when he got married. Uh, I taught my wife how to shoot a gun so she could go hunting with Hunter. record an old song in a new style by the flamingos you know i used to sing that song to my girlfriend
And time gets somewhat muddled here But no matter, no matter Here come the events all tumbling down Now beyond the wall was a great garden Into which we passed Is a me and my friend
Stick around, folks, if you're listening live, all the way live. You get to watch a movie with Carl and Mike Spiegelman. Stay safe. Stay gold, pony boy.
Welcome to LWAFLMOYT. Let's watch a full-length movie on YouTube with Mike Spiegelman and Carl. Hi, Carl. How are you, man? Hey, Mike. How are you? Good to see you. Good. I'm looking forward. I'm looking forward to seeing our movie today. We're going to watch with you. Let us watch a full-length movie on YouTube. You're going to watch a movie on YouTube, and you're going to listen to our show at the same time. And our show right now is streaming first on mutinyradio.fm. There's our little tag. You can listen to us first, Sunday, 2 p.m. Pacific Standard Time on mutinyradio.fm. You type it into a browser. You can try to find a streaming app that will stream this uh, internet radio and listen to us. We're also a podcast by our acronym L-W-A-F-L-M-O-Y-T, easy to remember. And we are streaming via the video on YouTube right now. Check out our channel L-W-A-F-L-M-O-Y-T. Carl, what is the movie this week? Today, we will watch Corvette Summer, 1978. Corvette Summer, 1978. Everybody knows it's C-O-R-V-E-T-T-E. -T 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 -E. Everybody knows that. Corvette Summer, 1978. The channel we like is Classic 70s Adventure Comedy. There's a Ooh, bunch of I them like there. That channel. So, yeah, Classic 70s Adventure Comedy. That's got to be the channel you pick if you want to be in sync with us. Okay, so we are watching... 1978's Corvette Summer. Go ahead, type in Corvette Summer, 1978. You're going to see Super 70s Action uh, Channel. Super 70s Adventure Comedy. Okay, that's what you got to look for. As if you haven't subscribed to that channel. We want you to find that link. We want you to click the link, then hit pause. Move the timer to zero, zero, zero. And when we say go, press go, and we'll watch the movie at the same time. I'm here with Carl. Carl is a very funny comedian. Uh, no. Killing it. Killing it on social medias. Killing it on the uh, other internet radios. And uh, he is the producer. So not only did you, he do the theme song, but he yeah. went out of his way to interview a celebrity comedian who's yeah. going to tell a little bit about themselves and then give us the celebrity comedian countdown. Take it away, Carl. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to Celebrity Comedian Countdown. This time with... Stacy Kendro! Welcome, Stacy. How are you? I talk like that. I'm so obnoxious. Hi. <laughs> We've know. known each other a long time. You're a regularly booked at Scotty's Pub and Comedy Cove. This is how we got to know each other. Yeah. You even did a little filming there. You've got, like, I, I, I'm in a webisode. You've got a web. A uh, show called Web The Albanian show. Assassin. Yes. Tell us about it. Uh, you know, I think it's not that I think, but it um, was really born out of the pandemic, and like there was no place for, as you know, comedians to perform other than like Zoom and you know, make it, trying to make your cat laugh or whatever. You know, it was just a weird period of time, and um, I started doing these character vignettes that were just basically selfie videos of like weird people it was basically this woman karen who's sort of like yeah. my mother as you know anyway then i it was really born out of a few things one is i've always been a fan of noir in like 1940s and 50s black and white sort of crime movies and i took a deep dive this is years ago though i took a deep dive and like started to learn about the source material for those movies which is mainly like short stories that were published in like Black Mask and magazines like that by like really famous people like uh, Dashiell Hammett and Raymond Chandler, you know, one of the authors of um, that. They're uh, famous. They're uh, one about the um, the thing, you know. Yeah, um, that's right. 
I remember that, that book. The Maltese Falcon. The Maltese Falcon, for example. Whoa. Right. So that source material for that is, um, I can't, yeah, he's Dashiell Hammett wrote that. Anyway, so I really went down this whole thing, uh, studying and reading a ton of that. And, and then, you know, it was a combination of that and maybe, you know, Richie uh, Carucci telling me like crazy stories of like, his friends and just like stuff that he's done and maybe another combination of like Sopranos. It's kind of like, yeah. So it, the, the character came out of me making selfie, like driving on FDR with my iPhone, like shooting the highway and shooting the Brooklyn bridge and like me pretending to be like some kind of gangster. <laughs> That's like the truth. <laughs> you are Albanian and you are an assassin in the show. Yeah. Yeah. I think it used to be you would um I'll take care of your ex for you, right? Yeah. This That's how it started. I would make like a little almost like a some kind of a you know, a PSA uh of like how I'll kill people for you if you need <laughs> But you specialized in in exes. And that and that's when it was really weird. Like nobody was like, I remember going to um, Staples to get stuff for the office, the home office or whatever, because like people weren't going out. It, that was like in the really weird part of the pandemic is when I yeah. started making these films, whatever they are, iMovies. Yeah. Now, way before the pandemic, way back in history, you once shared a stage with Joan Rivers. Tell me about that experience. Yeah, Joan was like so like incredible to me. Like she... Her face was impressive. It was like it was like porcelain. It just like didn't move, and it was it was sort of pulled back. It was very strange. But she was lovely, actually. And she was. Um, I asked her about comedy. You know, I just was like, "What was it like?" You know, yeah. So I opened for her, but I got to talk to her afterwards, and I just said, "Like, what was it like when you started? Like, was it?" I because I knew at the time there was like no women doing it really. Nice. I mean, there was poetry stuff, but there wasn't like. And she said, oh, it wasn't hard, honey. You know, she said, I, I, went, I went around with George Carlin and and, uh, and Bill Cosby. They, you know, they took me around the village. She didn't talk like that, but that's my impression of it. Mm -hmm. uh, they took her around the village, she said. And then they did. And I, she, so, so for her, because, you know, she had a circle of friends, it wasn't as difficult as you might think. Yeah. And then she said, hey, listen, honey, they give you like about a minute. She goes, if you're famous, maybe 30 seconds. No, she no, that was the other way around. She goes, they yeah, give yeah, you 30 yeah. They said that basically, you know, the audience sizes you up if you're female mm -hmm. uh, very quickly. So that was, um, it seemed profound at the time. I was just like, whoa, you know. <laughs> well, she's talking about an earlier time in comedy when there were certainly less comedians and less women comedians, certainly, right? There was no comedians. I mean, I think like when she started, there was like, they could go up at a, at a room where they have music. There was no yeah. comedy room. Right. Uh, was that far back, you know? Yeah. Comedy yeah. certainly has grown. Okay, now you are a Boston girl, uh, wicked funny, and we always hear that accent come out after <laughs> in the middle of a set when you're getting crazy or after a few drinks. But then you moved to New York. You lived, yeah. you lived in New what? Uh, is it Queens? Is it Brooklyn? You lived for, here for a long time, and now you're back in Boston. Tell me about this journey. What brought you here? What made you go home? I mean, just, that's just life stuff. You know what I mean? But I did, I did go to New York because I wanted to like do the New York scene. And I, when I first got to New York, I really made a lot of headway in terms of like, I worked at Atlantic city. Like they book you for the whole week uh, at the Tropicana. Yeah. Different people run it now and whatever. But back then it was like, 
they gave you a condo and they give you food and they, you, you know, you did like nine shows or something and it was great. Then I did like upstate New York. I did all the clubs. I really, I just wanted to hit a different market because yeah. Boston seemed a little saturated. I'd done a lot of the fundraisers. I'd done a lot of towns and, and I just wanted to like, I guess, spread my wings. And I, and I actually did a, several projects that based on, because of that move that I wouldn't have done if I didn't go to New York. Like, uh, I was in Ladies of Laughter, um, and I, I recorded Gotham County Live, and Seinfeld nice. was there. I, yeah, and I did um, Friars Club. Like, those are some of my highlights, I feel like. Now, what was Ladies of Laughter like? I mean, you were one of the finalists, one of the runners-up, right? Yeah, I was second place. And uh, nice. it was really, yeah, it was good. I mean, it was like for the whole damn contest, which is like, you know, it was actually a big deal because there was a lot of women. And round one... I was like the wild card, like they selected the winners, but they wanted to take a wild card um, and they took me and then I almost won the whole thing. It was really kind of mm -hmm. cool. And, and the night that was the, the you know, finals was at uh, Turning Stone Casino, upstate New York, which mm -hmm. was beautiful. I remember my car had no air conditioning. I had the windows open. I was sweating. It was like mm -hmm. so hard to get there. Like I had this crappy car and no air conditioning, just like sweltering, like a six hour drive, but it ended up being so great. Yeah. And I met the... Uh, Tammy Pescatelli, who back backstage, she said to me, like, you know, she was sort of like rooting everybody on and she was like lovely, but she was just saying like, good job or whatever to everyone. And just, she was hosting it. But when I got off stage, she looked at me and she went, you know, you are a great writer. She's like, you have great jokes. And yeah. I was like, wow, she didn't have to go out of her way to say that. Like she wasn't yeah. gaining anything by telling me. So I love her now. Um, <laughs> <laughs> of course. Right. Yeah. Now I, you know, I, when I see you, You've got a Cosmo in your hand, in the stemware. It's in your uh, one of your headshots, right? Oh, you just well, no, it's the it's the triangular. What you know, a Cosmo glass with the, with oh, yeah. the uh, olive sticking out of it. I mean, this is your look. It really compliments you. How did you arrive there? Just by drinking them. Well, I don't drink martinis, but I just wanted, you know, my first headshot, well, not my first, 